Uh, Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> but yeah, no, I need to check um, myself. I need to be mean. Uh, I just need to like, like because they can handle it. You know, I think it's because I think I'm like empathetic, but I'm not as empathetic as <sighs> I tell myself I'm empathetic, but I'm not that empathetic. Like I do genuinely care, but like not that much, you know. Post on my Instagram story, ask me a question. Hello, welcome back to my podcast. This is probably the fourth time I've tried to record this um, because I'm doing this alone. Uh, this 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 recording is just me this week because I am terrible at time management, and I don't know if it's like an ADHD thing, an anxiety thing, some other form of mental illness, or maybe everyone does this. But if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Like I forget that I have a podcast until Sunday comes around. Like if. If you listen to this podcast, you probably follow me on social media. You probably know who I am in real life. And you maybe you saw that I decided to make this a biweekly podcast. And I did that because I wanted to give myself more time to edit podcasts, get together with friends to record podcasts. That way I'd have some episodes backlogged in case I had things pop up. Because um, that's what happens with life is shit just fucking happens. And I wanted to have more content so that I could give you guys podcasts on a schedule that I told you I was going to give it to you on. Um, but unfortunately, since even though I walk downstairs and my podcasting stuff is in the living room and I see it every day, I always forget until the last minute to do it. And then I do what I always do, which is rush and get it all done in one or two days. And then I've got to like find someone to come do it or I've got to do it alone like I'm doing it now and I hate doing it alone and I didn't realize that I hated doing it alone until I started having people on because it's so nice to have someone else there to just like carry the conversation you know like I don't I don't know how long is acceptable for me to be quiet when I'm talking alone on a podcast like should I edit it if I just stop talking because I've lost my complete train of thought like like I don't know. You guys you guys should try it. Just try recording yourself talking for 30 minutes. Just try and have a conversation with yourself for 30 minutes. It's fucking hard. There's going to be a lot of blank spaces where you just like look at like your vacuum cleaner and you're like, wow, I've never noticed the way that it gleams, you know, when the kitchen lights on and it's sitting there like it's kind of beautiful, like just shit like that, where it's like my brain's just going everywhere. And um, I don't know, maybe it'd help if I made a list of things to talk about, but I don't even know. Like, my brain is so fucking scrambled up here. Like, I, I'm i thinking about a million things at once. Some of them are funny. Some of them are fucked up. Some of them are sad. Some of them are happy. I don't really know. It's just it's just hella anticipation. And uh, the thought of talking for, it's been, what, two minutes and 39 seconds. Um, the thought of talking for another 28 minutes is terrifying to me like I don't even know what I'm gonna talk about like I guess I could tell you guys about my day so today me and my boyfriend drove around Lansing looking at used cars um because we both need a new car uh but he's starting a new job this week so that requires a lot of driving and so he needs to get out of his fucking death trap that he's driving now but I've been noticing things about people in their cars like I don't know what it is about a white boy driving a Grand Prix that just screams suspended license. You know, like he looks like he's one cigarette away from death. And like, I don't know why, I don't know why I feel this, but I feel like every white dude that's driving a Grand Prix like also has a hacky sack on him somehow. You know, like it, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. Like picture a white dude in a Grand Prix and now tell me 
that you couldn't picture him pulling up to a parking lot and, you know, playing a, doing a quick juggle with his friends before they go into, like, the bar or something. Um, I don't know. That's dumb. But I was also noticing, like, you know, like, you know when people drive around with those coexist stickers? But they it doesn't say, it does, it's not, like, clear what their message is. It's written in symbols. Like, you pull up to the car and you think that you're experiencing the first ever case of pop-up dyslexia where you're just like, the fuck does that say? Um, and then you finally decipher the code and you look up and you realize that the only reason that you were able to decipher the code is because <laughs> the person driving the coexist car is doing at least five to 10 miles underneath the speed limit. Like why is everyone with a coexist sticker an asshole? Like I get the message. It's like, we all need to coexist. Like all the religions, you know, all the, we all need to coexist within the world, like world peace or whatever. But like, it just kind of feels like that. Like I'm not touching you game. You used to play as a kid. Like they cut you off and they're like, coexist, coexist. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just figured out what gaslighting is, but it feels like gaslighting, you know? Um, that's another, like, I don't know why I'm thinking so much about cars, but cause I'm getting a new car, but I'm just, but like, I'm not thinking about like cool new cars. I'm thinking about shitty old cars and the people that drive those. And like, everyone knows that driving behind a town and country is a fucking nightmare. Like, like why, why can't there just be like a cool person driving around in a town and country, just going the speed limit and using their fucking turn signal, you know? Like someone in a town and country that when the bumper falls off, they don't just take uh, duct tape to it. Like, I don't know. I, like, I get the mindset with the duct tape, too, because I'm also the same way. Like, I have a pile of car parts on my front on my, on my front porch in Lansing. Um, the muffler fell off of my Civic, and it was just dangling there. It was a goddamn insurance. It was just an insurance risk waiting to happen. Um Cause it was just dangling by like this rusty bolt, the muffler was, and every time I would turn it would clunk and shit. It was, I was just waiting for myself to hit a pothole and have it like fly into someone's windshield, and then all of a sudden I've got like this vehicular manslaughter thing going on. Like, cause it is vehicular manslaughter, even if it's an accident and you kill somebody with a car, um, they don't care that it's an accident. <laughs> they don't care that you didn't mean to do it. Um, but that's actually scary because I fucking literally last Sunday almost hit somebody with my car. Like, I was driving on campus to go pick up Ben and Faison for the Ellison open mic. And um, I saw I saw an opening because I don't know if anyone anyone listening to this is on MSU's campus, but it's a lot of one ways and you got to turn and do a lot of stop signs and shit. Anyways, it was a one way street. I was at a stop sign. And I just seized the opportunity to go before I was going to have to wait for a long line of cars. And uh, I almost hit a person. You know, like, as a pedestrian, your, your worst fear is to be hit by a car. And as a driver, your worst fear is to hit a pedestrian. And I almost fucking did it. Like, and you know when, like, oh, God, when you just, just escape something terrible and then your whole body just starts to ache. Like, it hurts. It's the, adre the adrenaline's getting you. That's what happened to me. Um, this man... Made, made contact with my car. He put his hand down on the hood of my vehicle and jumped his legs up like he wanted to go on top of my car instead of underneath my car. And um, and I don't know why it makes it worse that he was uh, just like, he was just like an attractive black man. And I don't know why, it, it's, I don't know why it's worse to fuck up in front of attractive people because it's not even like, I'm, it's not even like I'm interested, right? You know, like I have a boyfriend, I'm happy. I, 
I don't want this man. But there's something about fuck you up in, in front of like an attractive person that is more embarrassing. Because I guess it's maybe because they seem so perfect. You're like, you would never do this. If you fuck up in front of an ugly person and you're like, <laughs> yeah, you get it. You, you could have been in the same position as I am. Like, I don't care about your opinion. That's kind of mean. Um, if you're ugly, I'm sorry. But um, I don't know. I don't know if it made it better or worse that he was an attractive black man. Because also, he just escaped death. Like, he just nearly escaped death with me. Um, does he really want to push his odds by calling the police, you know? Um, God, I don't... I, I said that at an open mic and it killed. And now I'm just, just worried. Now I'm just I'm just worried that I that I that I said that I feel like I look too uh, I look too much like a like a little Hitler's wet dream for me to be saying anything about racial injustice even especially actually not even especially in a joking manner um, but yeah no I I almost hit a man with my car and if you're listening to this and you were on you were walking across the intersection. <laughs> on uh grand river and charles street in east lansing and you were this man i am so fucking sorry dude i am so sorry <laughs> that i almost hit you and then the worst part is is that when i rolled my window down to say i'm sorry because it's not like i was going to keep going i'm not a monster i rolled the window down and i said dude and he goes you almost took my legs out and i said I know. I'm so sorry. You wouldn't believe it, but I didn't even see you there. Um, and that, like, of course I didn't fucking see him there. You don't. Why are you telling him that? Does it make it better that you didn't see him walking across the street? Like, I, I don't even know, man. And, and then I have to, like, make myself, like, because I have anxiety, so I'm going to think about that. For, I've been thinking about that since fucking Sunday. It's almost been a full week, and I'm still thinking about the guy that I almost hit and how embarrassing it was. Because, like, I know how to drive, and if I would have hit that man, it would have been bad for both of us. Arguably worse for him because he got hit by a vehicle. But, like, you know, now I've, now I've hit somebody. Now I could have killed him, caused injury. Who knows? Um... So I have to find a way to make myself, I have to turn it. I got to spin it. Got to make it okay. Got to make it okay that I almost hit this man. And I like to think that, because um, I don't know where he was going. I don't know where he was headed off to. But in my brain, he's on his way to his ex's house, and they're going to try and work things out. She's complaining. He wasn't committed enough. He didn't, he didn't express his love for her enough. That's why they broke up in the first place. Um He's going across. He's on his way. He doesn't know what he's going to do. And then here I come just right into his life. His life flashes before his fucking eyes. And all of a sudden, everything's just in perspective for him. Um, he realizes that he can't live without her. He runs. He doesn't even he you know, you know, he, he didn't stop and talk to me because he was he was on his way now on a mission. He runs to her. He bursts in the door and he's like, baby, I love you. Um, I, I just can't explain it to you. I don't, I don't think I can live the rest of my life without you. Um, and this is just a really long winded way to say that I like to think that I like got this dude's dick wet by almost hitting him with my civic. Um, and if you're the, and if the man is happening to listen to this, um, I love that that's the, the gag that I'm going with is that this guy could be listening. Um, but he could be, if he's, if you're listening to this, let me know if I did help you get your dick wet. And even if I didn't get him, like, get his dick wet, you know, like, 
honestly, honestly, just a cool story to have wherever you're going. Like, even just going home, walking into your roommate, you're like, dude, I almost just got hit by a car. And they're like, I just keep referring back to the fact that this guy could have died. And so now everyone's going to appreciate his presence more because he's like, I almost got hit by a car. And his roommate's like, oh, my God, dude, I can't believe that. I was going to go. I was going to go hang out with my girlfriend. But instead, you want to stay in and play video games like I can't imagine life without you. (laughs) Maybe I want someone to almost hit me with a car. Is that what this is coming to? Like, I just want someone to almost hit me with their car so that I can go and tell everyone that I almost died um, so I can get their reactions. Uh, that's the most narcissistic thing I've ever said out loud. Um, and I do say set, set out loud because I think a lot of things that are narcissistic and I have to check myself. It's, oh, God. Sorry for the background noise, but... Maybe I'll be able to cut it out, but probably not because I'm not good at editing. Um, But yeah, besides almost hitting someone with my car, pretty uneventful week, you know? Um, I might be getting a new car, but that's a whole thing too because, like, sure, I have money. I can get a new car, but do I deserve a new car? You know, I almost fucking hit somebody. I almost hit somebody in my 2006 Civic. And, like, that doesn't have nearly as much oomph as the 2017 Civic that I'm looking at getting. Like, I could really, like, like I feel like I could do some, da- I don't know. I don't know if I should drive at all, honestly. If the police department is listening to this, please come and get me. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Believe it or not, I've never gotten, actually, it's a lie. I've never gotten a, a ticket, though. Like, I've never gotten a speeding ticket. Every single time I've gotten pulled over, it's been in my hometown of Williamston. And I I don't know if it was just like they saw the white privilege of being from Williamston as well and didn't give me a ticket or what, but I've just never gotten a speeding ticket before in my life. But I have totaled, I have totaled the car on the highway before. And uh, I think that plus this almost, almost uh, vehicular manslaughter that just happened is enough for me to not have one. I don't know. I guess I don't really want my license taken away. So if you're listening to this and you were thinking about it, then don't. Um, I honestly don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. If you're still listening to this, like, good on you, you know? Um. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know what to talk about. Like, I, I guess this is just, like, I guess maybe these um, fucking solo ones are just me updating you on my life, maybe. I've been going to therapy. Tammy, if you're listening, what up? Uh, I got some I got some TikToks I want to show you. I don't know if anyone else's TikTok algorithm is now diagnosing their mental illnesses or just throwing throwing different ones out there that you could possibly fit into. Um, but yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm in therapy, which is fun. Not a lot to report back there because I've only seen her twice. Uh, no one really tells you, they're like, you think you're going to go to therapy and everything will get better. But, uh, it's hard in the beginning, you know, like this lady's giving me advice and I'm like, you've known me for two hours. You know, we've talked for two hours. Like there's no way that, um, like you don't have all the background information lady, you know, like I haven't told you yet. Sure. You think that's the right move, but I know it's not because of this, this, and this. Like, I just wish that there was a way Maybe with Cyberlink or what is it called? Fuck. Is it called Cyberlink? What is Neuralink? The, the, the Elon Musk 
guy that goes in your head, maybe then I'll be able to download all of my memories and just give them to her because I hate talking about I hate talking about my problems um, because I like to I, I get it from my dad where I just like I like to bottle it all up and then um, just have a, an explosion once or twice a year. So it's fucking weird to have someone up your ass. Not really. Tammy, I don't know if she listens to this, you know? Tammy, if you're listening, stop. <laughs> don't listen to my podcast, all right? I don't know. And also, if you're from my work, it's weird. Oh, God. It's so weird. It's all so weird. I don't even know what to talk about. Like, I guess work also. So I've been at therapy, been at work. That's pretty much it. Um, but there's this lady at work, and she will remain nameless. But she she's worked with my mom for forever, she is she sits on my floor and she always wants to talk to me about um about my hours at work and about like me picking up more hours. I work for an insurance company. Um I have a schedule that I have worked out with my managers. Um that seems to be working for everybody. And this lady isn't in my department. She's on my floor, but we're not in the same department. But she always wants to talk to me about why I sh like should pick up more shifts and stuff. And um, she's like appalled that I think that I'm going to uh, leave insurance to do comedy someday. Um, and it's just like a weird, like, God, I don't know. It's, it's, it feels bad to me. Like I, I hate talking to her about it because it feels bad to me. Cause it's like, she's like, well, what's your, did you go to, did you go to college? And I was like, um, I did a couple semesters at LCC, but I don't like, I don't have a, a degree. And then she was like, so if comedy doesn't work out, what's your backup plan? And it's like it's weird to tell someone that's like about to retire that your backup plan is the job that they've been working for the past 30 years. You know, <laughs> like, oh, I'll just come back here and live a mediocre life. You know, if it doesn't work out, like it's still going to work out probably for me. Um, and that feels bad. And I need to get over that. And I need to just because uh, I'm, I'm tired of feeling bad because of the circumstances that I've that I've re received in life not all of them are great but um even the ones that aren't that great have kind of worked themselves out and so I just I, I do walk around with a lot of a lot of guilt I got this little imposter syndrome thing going on that's a little tidbit about me that you maybe you didn't know maybe I look all cool calm and collected on the surface maybe I don't but maybe I do and now you know that I'm not I'm fucked up I'm thinking about shit 24-7. If I've ever said anything weird to you, if I've ever made you feel uncomfortable, I'm still thinking about it. Anytime I hear your name, I'm thinking about the time that I was weird to you or that I didn't remember your name. I'm so sorry, all of the friggin' co comedians in Michigan, that I can't remember your name, and it's even harder with the masks on now. But I promise you that I enjoy your presence and that I do want to talk to you. I'm just embarrassed because I can't, fucking can't even remember my own name when you ask for it almost um especially at something i'm performing at but um this has been you know this has been fun um i would love to give you guys something of a like higher quality something maybe a little bit more interesting so far i think i've talked about cars um and that's it and that's off brand for me to be talking about cars um also i was told that i am a hyper vigilant uh, car shopper that is what my boyfriend said uh, because we were looking at cars and this poor man is just trying to sell us cars but in my head I'm like no this man is trying to sell us a car he doesn't care 
what kind of fucking car it is, right? Like, he just wants to get some commission, go home, feed his family, and that's fair. But I'm, like, walking up in there. I'm, like, kicking tires like the psh guy and fucking we're test driving it. And I'm, like, what's that noise? <laughs> this really happened. We were, we were test driving this car. And we started driving, and I hear this, like, it didn't sound like that. But, it, you know, I heard a weird noise. And I was, like, what is that? What's that noise? And then he goes, oh, it's just from sitting. And then I go, oh, yeah, is it? <laughs> like, so passive aggressive. This guy didn't have anything to say. He had nothing to say back. And then we're driving the car, and I fucking take my hands off the wheel, and they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, making sure it drives straight. And I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm literally embodying Phil Bamfield um, on the auto lot, and it's not attractive. It ain't cute, but it's a good trade to have when you're buying a car. Um, I don't know a ton about cars, but I've driven a lot of cars into the ground. And so I know when something sounds used, you know, like like they're used cars, you know, but but when when they sound used, it, they're usually at the end of their life. Like right now, my car sounds used. It doesn't have a muffler on it. The muffler, as I was saying, but never got to is sitting on the front porch of my house. I have a pile of metal on the front porch that the city has asked me to remove. I don't know why the city's up my ass. The city's like, you need to mow your grass. You can't have anything in your yard longer than eight inches. And I love it. I love having an overgrown yard. It brings in like all different kinds of like, I mean, not so much anymore, but like it brought in like butterflies and different insects. And we had like rabbits and stuff in the yard. It was fun. It was cool. It was chill. Um, but the city hated it, apparently. Uh, they didn't like our aesthetic. We were going to get charged if we didn't cut it. So I complied. I said, we're going to mow the lawn. Uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, I have a pile of metal on my front porch because I like it. Because I, I think it's one of those quirky things that I'm just trying to hold on to. Uh, I don't know if it's for me or anyone else, but it's just this quirky, this thing that I think is quirky to like, have like like you know like i don't know when girls would like wear cat ears to school and they're like oh it's quirky fun whatever my quirky thing is that i have a pile of fucking scrap metal on my front porch and whenever something falls off our friends cars i tell them to bring it over here and put it in the pile and so i just have seven or eight different pieces of cars sitting on my front porch and the city hates it but we have like intruders which i don't know if i should give them any light on my podcast but I don't know if it's multiple or one or you know I don't know if it's a recurring thing I think it is but uh and I love how casually I talk about this I'm like there's just a man yeah he walks into our house sometimes but having the scrap metal there is helpful because when you walk up in the dark to the door you don't really see it and so you make a lot of fucking noise which gets my two big dogs down to the door in time to uh apprehend you We've, we've never seen it, but we just hear the, it's like we hear the door open, the dogs go crazy, and then they leave. But this is also like a little homeless highway here, so I don't know if like people are just wandering up and it's different people every time, or if it's an intruder or what, but having the metal there is like a little booby trap, and uh, maybe that's what I'll tell the city. I'll be like, you. I mean, I can clean it up, but I need an officer to patrol this street like once a week, maybe. Like, there's never any cops on this fucking street. I've called the pol- the police... Now, again, if the police are listening now, if you're still listening, um, the Lansing Police Department uh, has not listened to me. We have called multiple times, twice. We've called twice about an intruder in our home. The first time we called, they said that they can't do anything about it unless he comes on the property again. Then 
the second time that we called, they said the same thing, that they can't do anything unless he's on the property. And I'm like, I don't know what you mean because I I have a man walking into my home and I just feel like that's enough for you to come out and you know ask some questions to the neighbors because also this man says he's our neighbor, but I don't know which neighbor, which is super fucking ominous. Um, there's also a man down at the family dollar that I think is suspicious. It could be him too. There could be so many people that it could be. But, um, yeah, the police department really hasn't done anything. And the only time they come down my street is when I've got my car parked in the fucking road. Uh, so they only come down here when they're giving me a ticket and it's really annoying. I've also called about my neighbor's dog that just lives outside. Like how are we, it's 2020. Like how can you have, how can you keep your fucking dog outside? Like there's no reason for you to be uneducated on this subject. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do for her other than to throw a treat over the fence. But now she expects it because every time I let my dogs out, she barks at the fence. And so then I have to go give her a treat, which is fine. It's not like I don't have a treat for her. But what is she going to do when I move? Like, I can't stay here forever. I could stay here forever. It's very cheap. But I'm not going to stay here forever. So what's going to happen to this dog? You know, I try to talk to the owners, but they only speak Spanish. Um... And now I'm just, like, exposing myself as a narc. I'm like, I called the police. But there was a dog involved, okay? I'm not just going to let some dog freeze outside, okay? You got some scuffle. Y- you know, you and a friend are having some sort of scuffle or, like, a your wife's cheating and you're fighting the man or some shit. Like, I'm not calling the police for that. But if you're leaving a dog outside in the thunderstorm, the police are coming to your fucking house, Okay, you know, I wish I didn't have to call the police, wish I could call somebody else. But animal control sucks, too. You guys, we need to fix all of it. We need to fix all of it. Um, I'm going to leave it on that. We need to fix all of it. It's a very bold statement. Um, And I stand by it. We need to fix everything. Everything is fucked up. I hope that this podcast wasn't too boring. Um, I'm going to try and get someone fun on the podcast for you guys. Someone you haven't heard yet um for the next one so uh, hang in there i appreciate you playing this um if the retention rate is down i understand you're not gonna hurt my feelings um but yeah yeah um i guess i could talk about dates that i got coming up i'm doing 313 comedy and that would be on god what day is that that's a wednesday 313 comedy at the detroit shipping company that is this coming Wednesday, October 14th. And then on the 23rd, I have a backyard show for honorary mentions, which is Connor Mead and Johanna Madranda's show. Um, and I believe that that is going to be some sort of a uh, fundraiser of some sort. So you got to buy tickets to go to that show. But it's going to a great cause. I'm sure. I'm not sure what the cause is. I should know. Um, and then on the 24th, I'm going to be in Grand Rapids at Carl Sobel's house show. That is also limited seating. I believe you'll have to hit him up on Facebook for information on that. Um, and then every other Sunday, I am going to Ellison Brewing Company in um, East Lansing there and doing a little bit of stand-up comedy that starts at 6 o'clock, I think. Um, and if you're a booker listening to this, um, hit me up. I'm getting a new car, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to road dog a little bit. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, enjoy your next two weeks. You have to buy something. That's my sleep. I need to stop you. Uh, you should get your head checked out because this shit is not funny. Um, <laughs> you want to smoke a joint? And I was like, uh, I have stress.